Chile is the lo- Peru's the top one, and Chile's the lower one. I just realized who Helen Shaver and Helen Slater are. I don't know anything uh, okay. other than that. Well, it's global. Ham- okay, now they're calling them in quickly because somebody is using the Iron Duke's handle on the radio, impersonating oh the Iron Duke. He got hacked. <laughs> he got hacked. He's got to tell all his friends. Listen, yeah. if I see <laughs> you, don't answer. If you see a message, uh, you are gay, uh, I didn't type that. I am. Now, what happened is a trucker is like calling for help. He's in emergency trouble. And now he's gone. Squelch it, man. Squelch. Yeah. Squelch. Needs more squelch. Well, it was popular in the 70s. We had, I mean, I had a friend, a neighbor who had a CB. Uh-huh. And uh, they would do it. But I guess it would be annoying that all, all these people, all these citizens are on your professional band. I mean, like if you're using. Yes, yes, that was a problem in the 70s. You know, they would get on and say, Breaker 19, you see any Smokies? And then they would tell them. They'd be like, oh, good, because I'm going to the grocery. <laughs> 10 4, over. Soccer mom, get off our band. Right. Don't waste my time. Okay. Uh, so. Jerry Reed has promised his son next time he goes out on the rig, he'll take him. But this is different. This is an emergency call. There could be trouble. There are hijackers on the roads, and he's oh, not taking yes. his kid into danger. We saw How the hijacker. Oh, we're seeing them again. Ooh, is this Sin How? City? Look at that snow. Yeah, that's Sin City. You know what's funny? You'll see it snowing, and then in the next scene, it's not snowing, and there's not even snow on the ground. Look, you see how the snow's there, but it went away when the truck was pulling out? Yeah. Lots of continuity problems like this. The wind blows worse than Florida in here. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Worse than Florida. I can't I can't, I can't concentrate on the movie. That. Yeah. You're going to get a Is lot it, of that here, but it's... It uh, could be a lot of shit, but I just can't watch a movie that's shot in... in in the outside look, of Florida. No That's snow. I understand. I, I appreciate. I do give you shit for it because you shouldn't be so distracted, but I understand yeah. that you are. No, look so, at this. Heavy snow. Yeah, this is well, like Christmas. Anyway, I think I made my point. You'll see that throughout the film. It's snowing. It's not snowing. It's snowing. It's not snowing. It's snow on the ground. It's grass. Green grass on the ground. What is this? Some kind of magical America? Now, how in the world do they know where this guy is? Right? They must know the roads, right? And they they could kind of yeah, but I mean, you say help, help! I'm in trouble. We'll be right there. You'll be right where? It's the right citizens. there. <laughs> oh, I'm, where are you exactly? Third tree. Yeah. Cool. Uh oh, here comes the kid, the Smokies. But the Smokies are good, right? Their Smokies are going to help. Uh yes, in this particular case, the Smokies are going to help. Now, this is shot in Canada. It's on in, in and around Milton, Ontario. Okay. We'll also be at the Toronto waterfront. We'll be in rural roads north of Toronto. We're going to be at a, a, bar, a bar called The Fifth Wheel in Milton, Ontario. Ooh, that sounds like and a trucker bar. And their house is in Kleinberg, okay? As you so know, I grew like, up in uh, uh, Ontario. Or yeah. Toronto, I forget which one. Yeah, I grew up in Milton, Ontario, and and, oh. and it was obviously Kleinberg that house. So you you live there year round. You're you're a true Milty. Yeah, I'm a Milty, and that means snow and uh, summer. Yes. 
Sometimes they're in the same day. They're in the same seat. <laughs> Oh, that's nineteen seventy-three. Oh, look, the emblem's right there. Obviously, now look at his big clown feet. Is he trying to reach? That's Jesus leaving footprints, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I was walking with Jesus, right Right. on the beach. Yeah, where are your footprints? Where's my footprints? He was carrying me, Carl. Look at those big clown feet. Sweet feet, sweet feet, sweet feet. So now he goes, I found him. But the thing is, why wouldn't he call out when he saw him from the distance, you know? Oh, man. Covered in rosemary. <laughs> up. Up. Wait, the only guy who puts his hat back on after seeing a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Out of respect. Out of respect. I'm going to put my, my cap, hat back on. Out of respect for the dead. I should mention that Mario Gentile just died. He was uh, 53. He was a comedian. Uh, and he died of an aneurysm. Uh, we're going to have a yeah. wake for him at the reserve. It's not a wake. It's like a repast because his family's having it private. It was really tragic. He was, uh, you know, he wasn't exactly the best dude. So it's a little, you know, weird in our little community. Like on Facebook, some people are crapping on him and some people are being respectful. I think crap on him next week. It's not the time. But anyway, just putting it out there that a good friend. uh, uh, Is there there like a GoFundMe or a a field train or anything like that? Okay, well, my respects. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Way to kill the mood. (laughs) (laughs) So now, since... He was talking about getting out of trucking, and now hijackers are killing folks. He's like, I've got a family. I've got a mortgage. He's like, I'm going to either quit or go work for the. Oh, no, don't say it. Don't work for the man. Don't work for the organization. Don't work for Harvey. In the meanwhile, he's just going to get drunk to deal with his problems. I'm going to stack up uh, my little shot shot glasses. Even though the waitress told me to cut that shit out. Look at him. You're in a shot. Oh, he's drunk. Listen, give me your keys. I'll, I, I want to make sure you can drive home okay. I'm going to put them in the ignition for you. <laughs> You're not good to drink. Drive. Give me your keys. Oh, no. I can't let you drive. I can't let you drive alone. Here's the CV oh. handle. Talk to me when you drive home. <laughs> Now, Pickup, he's going to go sleep in the cab. Now, Pickup rejected the one guy and rejects every guy. Including right? Rain. Right as wrong as Rain. But Rain. Oh, right as oh, Rain. Oh, he's special. He's right as Rain. He's different. Whoa! Look Whoa. at that butt. Oh, my goodness. Look at what those jeans. I thought designer jeans were a thing back in 78. They were. Is she not wearing designer jeans? Uh, uh, let's see here. Designer failed. I don't see any Jordan. I don't see Jordan. I don't see Gloria Vanderbilt's name on there. Wow. Look how she keeps switching the cheeks. Like, she can <laughs> to the left. I was looking at how the director has their their reflections in the mirror on there. Look at that's, that. that. Yeah. Look at the mirror. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's the like they're pictures. Oh. Whoa. Hey, where's Blog Girl? I saw that in the mirror. That's... Goodness. I was it, trying it to, must... like, yeah. It was shot in Canada, and you can tell it's cold because of uh, her chest there. <laughs> you can tell how chilly yeah. it is. 
Now, listen, I'm being inappropriate, but uh, it's because that's the movie. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's, it's okay. And it's cold. It's cold in, in Milton. Really cold. Obviously, so cold. Class with those things. You need to wear a sweater that goes up to your midriff. So Not an entire sweater. Basically, he's like, uh, she makes some comment. He's like, "Excuse me, miss," and she goes, "Don't pretend you don't remember me." And he goes, "All right, I remember you." <laughs> and then he <laughs> asks him on a he asks her on a date, and she rejects him because that's her thing right but it's like a polite uh rejection so she she goes hit me up on the radio and leaves so it oh. opens, leaves the door open oh my god look chuck norris what oh the one of the crates said norris on it oh okay it's oh. king carol's cargo and he's oh, and going the coconuts. to load king creole on the coconuts and his and his coconut, <laughs> yeah, right? Great yeah. Tune. What was their big song? Oh God, I oh, I, I should not say that because it was I, coconut I bra. Wearing a coconut bra. Okay, oh, so no, they're that's gonna cold. go pick up a load, and Peter's just hanging out. He doesn't do the trucking anymore. By the way, that's the Canadian Tower there. It's oh, so cool. obviously Canada. Um, Is he see. drunk, Jerry? No, he's having a hangover from last oh. night. His acting is so good, I couldn't tell. What's your twenty? Yes. Okay. Um, Toronto's CN Tower is in the middle of many shots, including the ending shot. Oh, so Hollywood. it's clearly Canada. Now they see this guy shoveling snow, and they're like, what you doing? What are you doing? He goes, well, I'm not a trucker anymore. I'm scared. The hijackers. He goes, this is killing our... So yeah, now I can't blame him. Guy, okay, I'm here. Fill up my truck. He's like, well, you have to wait. I have to drink my coffee. So Jerry Reed starts giving him a lot of shit. Now, look, he puts his coffee down. Yeah. Now, Peter Fonda will be a complete asshole and drink his really? coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of a nuanced dick move. Yeah, it is. And it's like, ha ha, he got, oh, it's King Carol, the boss, the owner. He goes, what's the... What's the static here, boys? So he like takes Carol. him into the office to talk to him about it. My God, that that shirt. So he gives him the coffee. He goes, "Can I get you boys a cup of coffee?" He goes, "No, thanks. I already had mine." Yeah. He had poured booze in there. Oh, so he drank the booze. Yeah. What is Rain's deal, man? Either shit or get off the pot. Become a trucker again. Right. Or drive around the, the country with your pal Billy. Yeah, man, I'm Billy and he's Captain America. He's just America. visiting. He's just visiting. Just hanging out. Won't let me back in America. Now, of course, King Carol is pitching him on becoming a trucker for him. You know, it's safer. He'll get benefits. He goes, yeah, but I'll also get less money. He goes, yeah, but it's about the long term, son. This is a full-time permanent job. There's no week off without a load. So um, he turns him down. Look, he's got his U.S. mail shirt. I know, but he has like trucker uh, patches. And one says, what's your 20 on the on his uh, right shoulder. <laughs> and then what's, what's the bears? God, some costume designer was like, okay, you got it. We're doing a disco movie, a movie about today. 
Well, yeah, but it's truckers. Okay, no problem. I'll just change this around. I'll add some patches. Now, Mike, some for some reason, my laptop's saying I'm on Wi-Fi, not plugged into the router. I'm just going to check that. Okay, I hear you loud and clear, Carl. We're still okay. watching this movie regardless. Uh, so now he's getting an extra $50 fee because he said that's for the expedited loading of your truck. So he's getting them back. Right. Oh, he's so no, it's King Carol is like black. Eye. What a douche. What a douche. All right. They should take this job and shove it. Oh, no. It's already been done in the 70s. Duke. I'm the Duke of New York. <laughs> the Duke. Duke of New York. That's the guy in the Halloween films. Yeah, no, I'm doing an impression. Uh, our guest, Colin Mahan, was here. He actually yes. is a professional, and he was the voice of uh, Dr. Loomis in the two Hall recent Halloween movies. We had him as a guest, and one of his routines is that he does uh, Escape from New York, Donald Pleasance in his act. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm basically just saying Colin more than uh, Donald Pleasance. Wow, okay, so this, this is America. Well, you're going to see a lot of Canadian license plates and flags here in America. Oh, I saw a dollar sign. Do they have that in Canada? Canadian dollars? Yes, they have the same dollar sign as us. Shit. They also oh. do the date format like us. They also have the time zones. They're, what about? Uh, I'm what all about, for the 51st state. What about like an eighth? Like, do they use metrics? Can I buy an eighth there? Or do I have to oh, buy like a, a kilogram? Do you got to buy like three keys of pot? Can <laughs> I get 3.5 grams of weed? Oh no, I can't. Yeah, now, plugged into the router, but we just had a little with issue. You're, I could hear you loud and clear. You did, you did freeze up there. Okay, now, okay, this is Our really CV. weird. Remember, he pulled in there with a with a uh, a cab. Uh, no, the cab's the front, right? The truck right. in the back, and he had the fight with the guy to load up my truck. Now all of a sudden, he's hauling cars. It doesn't I know, make that's sense. strange. I didn't see any cars like that. Maybe they in the back and they had uh well, what happened to did they rip off the walls? I mean Wait, how did the sun get in there? The sun wasn't they, they picked up the sun for this. Uh he's in the he's in the oh, cab. That, oh, you didn't see yeah. He had promised the boy next time he goes out, uh the boy could come. Look at the weather changes. Wow, yeah. And also they're not in a city anymore, they're in a suburb, like a so anyway, the boy is now on board. Now, he couldn't come before because it was too dangerous, but he's about to encounter danger. Like deliverance danger? 70s danger. Oh, no, no. no. Guns. Guns. Oh, all right. Not, not deliverance danger. <laughs> I just want to make sure. It's a 70s movie and there's a kid in it, so you know he's going to get shot in the head. <laughs> Horse. Look at it go, man. Zoom! Oh, that's pickup. Okay. Now right. pickup, she's in a pretty cool truck, the internet thinks. Um, let's see here. Where is it? Car okay. I got the cycles. I got the trucks. Here's the cars. What are your phone books is she sitting on? <laughs> that's she keeps phone books in the car in case she's gonna sit on a dude's lap. So um the she is it's a Mm. Here it is. It's a 
GMC C15. It's got great wheels, camper shell, ornate front bumper stack, <laughs> bumpers and stacks, and jeans-like painting motif, uh, which AMC did in the 70s. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so that's the color of blue jeans. And you will see the GMC C15 throughout this film. You keep calling yourself a guest. The research you did in this film is breaking down the trucks. Well, I knew I was going to be on the show, so I thought I would get ready with <laughs> research. <laughs> look, pickup goes, there are some Smokies. And so they get off the road and the Smokies pass. But why? Why? They're not doing anything illegal. Why? Well, what's the deal? Like, now that we're adults and not kids in the 70s, what was the deal with Smokies? Like, was it like some kind of they want to live free and drive around without their masks on? What's the no, deal? The, like, the thing with Smokies, you drive around without their masks. They had a convoy. Yeah, right. And it was in Canada, too. Um, yeah. The, the Smokies was all about uh, illegally hauling liquor without a license. Uh-oh, detour. There's a detour. Well, that's that's just a regular thing. It's not right. some sort of trap. Who's on, the detour. who's on the detour, Vanilla Ice? Yeah. That's right. The D-list tour. I have to explain my jokes. Um, It was... Um, well, who says, Mama say, knock you out? I'm LL gonna, Cool J? Yeah, LL Cool J used to go He's around the... with Beastie Boys, and they would call it, like, the detour. Oh, cool. Now, got this detours got them going to a place that's only 13 feet, 7 inches. Now, that's not Canada, because it's... Well, Canada would say what? 7 metrics. kilometers? You can't go <laughs> up kilometers, Mike. I can't figure it out. It would say probably DECA. I don't know the answer. But they must have put that sign on there. Well, maybe the sign was there. I mean, maybe Canada has uh, certain patches where... Well, it was an English, uh, I don't know the answer. Now, this guy with all his trucking experience, uh, Jerry Reed is like, what are we going to do? We can't go. And then Peter Fonda goes, let the air out of the tires. And then they, they get lower. And they're going to roll under. And then how are they going to get their tires inflated? They have like a jack? Yeah, they have like a tire inflator, which kind of doesn't make sense because it should only be enough for one tire. So he has 18 of them. Look, you see the tires are flat. This wasn't a real detour. I didn't realize. I did not realize, Carl, like, how stupid am I? I didn't realize it was the hijackers, like fucking Wiley Coyote. Look at that. See how it just scrapes the top? God, how exciting is that? That's probably the best scene in the movie. We, that, that's more action I've ever seen in, in any film. Now, they said that the tires were flat, we but they were only flat on the bottom. They were still round on the top. It must have. I mean, it looks like they really pulled it off. Oh, man, those derby car drivers are going to be so excited to get their, their, their jalopies. Now, look, in five minutes, he's got all 18 tires reinflated. <laughs> yeah his american eagle jacket or whatever that is maybe it's a hawk the iron duke, duke i it's the duke da ha da ha i'm the rapping <laughs> iron duke da ha 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 did jerry reed sing that song i don't know i've got all of jerry reed's songs here um 
No, I don't. No, I don't. No. I have his most notable songs. He did Guitar Man, then Elvis covered it. U.S. Mail, A Thing Called Love, Alabama mm -hmm. Wild Man. Eastbound and Down? Moses. Yeah, he has Eastbound and Down, the theme song for the 1977 Smokey and the Bandit film. Right, and then it was a TV show with that name, and they used the song. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Danny Bride. Um, his what his last song that was Danny a big deal was "She Got the Gold Mine and I Got the Shaft." Oh, you know that's that's funny on on two levels. Lord, Mister Ford, he got he's got Coco Joe. Now, I knew Jerry Reed as a singer, but I also knew him as, like, a movie star. Like, yeah. he was in Cannonball. Anything that Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham did, he kind of popped up. Uh, he did this, which was kind of cool. Well, let's see. 77 was Smokey and the Bandit. Highballing is this one. Um, Smokey and the Bandit 2 in 80. Smokey and the Bandit 3 in 83. Right. He was in Stroker Ace. Yeah, classic. Classic movie. Now, I've got his his... Final film was Waterboy, the Waterboy. Oh, how cool. Yeah, he was a coach, Coach Red Beaulieu. I guess he was with Fonzie, right? I don't know. Right. When whatever you do, don't get a tattoo of Roy Orbison on your ass. <laughs> uh he his first film here was the new Scooby-Doo movies in 1972. He did his the voice. Was he as Jerry Reed? Jerry Reed. Yeah, yeah. Now look, oh, that's a good somebody's four. broke down, and Jerry Reed is no dummy. So he says, "Fuck that," and he keeps going. He knows of that hijack. Whoa! Whoa! He's shooting at him. He hates the cars. He's shooting at he the hates cars. These cars. Yeah, there are cars in here. <laughs> Get away from the cars. Nobody's gonna know what we're referring to. Well, if they are a fan of our. Podcast, they know we're referring to the jerk because we watched the jerk too, T O O. Right. A and, year and a half ago. Hardly working. Yes. With the cans. Oh, well, also, I mean, that's, yeah, that's right with the cans, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. And uh, the, the Florida wind. Can't stand it. I'm more about, I'm more of a Milton man. Eh. <laughs> yes, me too. That's what I'm Born a red. I, I live there. Let's see. I lived there until college, and then I came back to uh, uh, turn really, my barn into a theater. It's really a remarkable uh, upbringing you had. Like just just as a listener of the show myself, <laughs> I know that you were a native uh, Ontarian. Yeah, and I Los was in Los Angeles, and I was in Key West for many years. Yes, and growing up in New York. Yeah, and then. And I grew up in New York. Okay, so what's happening here? I don't know why the hijackers want to murder them, you know? I mean, what do they, they do? But another thing is they're trying to steal the cargo, which is these cars with bullet holes. No, but no. no. They just want to kill these truckers? They want to get these truckers out of business. So if they steal their trucks, they can't work. He, they're working for King Carol. Yep, exactly. Oh, I did. Jesus, how many minutes into this film? It's finally... Dawning on you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the whole so, system is corrupt, Carl. Third eye just opened up. Now, okay, these guys are truckers, right? So they've bought a load and they have to deliver it somewhere to get paid. I think it's uh, maybe a derby. Yes. They might demolition be doing this to a demolition derby. Now, what they're going to do 
is they're going to sacrifice their load. It's crazy. That's not true. Their son is in the car. Uh, yeah, that's true. Wow. Now, look how good uh, Peter Fonda is as an actor here in terms of, like, what he's doing and struggling and and he's throwing yeah. something. When he hits them, he goes, yay! It's a night and day from 92 in the Shade. He, you know he I was is, right about 92 in the Shade, man. His face was stuck I, like both he, he The character was such a shitheel that uh, it sometimes worked. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I I know what you're saying. You know, he's a polarizing figure. Uh, my wife's not a fan of his. Like he he turns people off, but I think he's fantastic. He turns think, people off, does he? Well, yeah, I think also culture. Uh, he was an icon for counterculture. Yeah, and if you're not into Easy Rider, you're not going to be into Peter Fonda. But it's a shame. That's really true. He did a movie that you'll see be uh, gold, but he's like a beekeeper. Now look, and look, it's exciting. Right, bumper he's getting in with the cars. Okay, you're saying he was a beekeeper in a movie? Yeah, I think it was called like <laughs> Yuli's Gold. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. I like him, man. I never saw a Golden Pond. How crazy is that? Oh, you should see it. You should really. See it. Well, I like it's Jane not Fonda the greatest too. film ever, but you really should see it. We watched the Jane Fonda movie called WT. No, FTW. No, FTA. Remember I FTA? Just... No, I remember the morning after. We did watch the morning after. Great, great Jane Fonda. With movie. Anthony Quinn, we want. Uh, no, he was just a countdown. He was just... So she, it was called "Fuck the Army," and she and like Donald. I think she was dating Donald Sutherland at the time. Uh -huh. But they would go to like uh, USO shows. But it was like anti. It was like a left wing USO shows. They would go during the war and yeah. do this uh, musical number. In the eighties, she got a lot of hate for that. Well, the whole, yeah, I know. And like veterans come and spin in her face. Yeah, well, at the Reserve Club where we're having the repast for Mario Gentile, if you go yeah. into the bathroom, in the urinal is a little Jane Fonda sticker, and it's the target for your pee. What the hell? That is, so that, yeah, is that is a grudge. That yeah. is a grudge. Yeah. Way to hold a grudge. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I think many people were against the war. It doesn't mean you're against America. And if those people were alive at the time, they might have been for. I don't know. Yeah. They're, it's not fair. Okay, so Peter Fon is really duking it out with this guy. He's going to win. It's exciting stuff. This is a pretty, like, these stunts are pretty awesome. Yes, and Peter Fonda is not doing all of the stunts, but he is definitely on top of that car as it is moving along. Now, they might have look what happened to him. Dude. That's got to hurt. Now, he already took a car and rolled it off of the back of the truck. So this is a movie. You can't do the same thing again. So oh, no, how you gotta are you going to top it? <laughs> top it with gasoline. Yeah. I, I set myself on fire. Look gasoline. His face. Look at that face. He's doing the shade. Right. Well, he's got a flare and he's about to blow up a car. Well, it's ironic he didn't blow up Dynamite Dan's car. Look at this. Now, this is the that's first time cool. something like this was attempted in a film. So the internet thinks that's a big deal. I think this is a big deal. This is pretty cool. Look, he's got the the one of the cars following him on fire now. Yeah. This is crazy. He's like, number eight car. Man, Circle G must have been pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's this all about? 
Uh, that's a good 10 4, please. Yeah, right. Oh, man. This is pretty cool stunts, Carl. I haven't seen Right. I, yeah. Well, I, many times I've told you, like, a car's explosion is way too much for the reality, but, but not in this film. In this film, it's okay. Now, here comes Pickup to the rescue. She's been on the call with them. She's been calling on with them on the CB. She's got her gun. Yeah. Gun in it. Yep. Now she's about to save their ass. I'm looking forward to it because they threw six flaming cars at these people and they're still getting chased. <laughs> they're still getting chased. They're down to one bad guy hijacker car. You'd think they'd call it a day. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Carroll. They got away. Look at this. And that is Peter. That is nuts. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. King oh, Weston to... Road. This is clearly Milton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could tell because uh, the Petersons used to have a pharmacy there. Yeah, the Petersons had a pharmacy there, and I dated their daughter. So I would be behind on Mil on Weston Road behind the pharmacy. Yeah. Right, speak to me. Y'all, you okay back there, buddy? Oh, look at Peter. Yeah. Oh, look at Stuntman wearing a uh, cat power. Well, cool it's as much Peter as Stuntman. Now he's out of gas because he knew he had a long trip. So he said, I'll get gas on the way. Duh. Always. Duh. always a... Stupid. And, you know, Peter asked him, he said, Jerry, do you have to go before the trip? <laughs> yeah. No. Like, go pee. I don't know. I don't, Dad. <laughs> now, listen. Reed was in uh, WW and the Dixie Dance Kings. Do you remember that film? I do know the poster. I don't think I've. Uh, oh, I don't know if I had an interest. It. Is you it good? It. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out for sure. I will search uh, my Apple. My now he was thing. in Gator, which I think was another Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. He's a moonshiner, I think. No, that's White Lightning. No, Gator's good. I think that's an Elmore Leonard. I don't know. They all blend. Now, look how she is not hiding. She stood there and shot back. Right. That means she's very brave or it's a movie. What is she trucking her truck? She has, well, she, okay, she wasn't in her truck just then, but she is a trucker like all of them. So whatever's the load. So she has a custom little pickup uh, mobile. Yes. It's just her car. We'll see it throughout the film. That's, people don't have cars like that. It's. I don't have... Carl and Mike on my Carl on my car, <laughs> you know. Okay, so now they're safe. Now there's no talk about the fact that he just ruined his load and now he's behind the eight ball. He owes money. He he destroyed. Right, the cars are gone. Yeah. Also, they don't call the cops. He no. doesn't tell King Carol what happened. None of it. They're just fixing his rig and getting ready for the next thing. What hit my impression of King Carol? Well, did you uh, beat him up and uh, set him straight? Well, six people are dead and uh, <laughs> there's flaming carcasses everywhere. Oh, man, did I did not think this through. See you next week. See you next week. Till the next trucker. <laughs> now, um, Jerry Reed is essentially saying now, that's it. I'm quitting. I mean, I... I so obviously. I, get, is a... Right. And so yeah. Peter Fonda is going to be like, don't quit. Don't quit. Stay independent. Don't quit. He's like, well, I can't afford it, you know? And so he goes, uh, okay, why don't we illegally run alcohol? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hour into this movie. Uh-huh. 
What does he know about this? Oh, that's why he's called Rain, right? Rainwater. No, because it's, it's illegal only alcohol. forty-five minutes into the film. We and introduce the alcohol. Now, Hiccup knows buyers who will buy the alcohol. Okay, so they know where to get it. They know where to sell it. All they got to do is get ten thousand dollars. Nineteen seventy-eight money with illegal, yeah, bootleg liquor. In 1978. Well, the deal with bootleg liquor is it's not like you do a job and you get paid. No, no, no. You take all the risks. So you go and you pay $10,000 to buy the liquor. And then you personally sell it for 12 or 15 I don't know what. No. And that's. So that was the theme of Smokey and the Bandit, right? They were yes. like, they were bringing cores from Except one state a... to another. Yes, but it was also a race. There was a bet. They couldn't do it within a certain time frame, and it was Coors Light. Yeah, because from what I understand, you know, being of from the Rockies, native myself, mm -hmm. is that Coors was only Colorado. It was only certain states that have, and and like back in Paul, the day, back in the day, and so like Paul, uh, no Robert Redford, no Paul Newman would have his beer sent to him and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. so, with that knowledge, I was watching Smokey and the Band, and I go, makes perfect sense, Coors. Because they're not doing moonshine, right? In 1978, people right. weren't drinking hooch. It was just tax-free beer. Yeah. yeah. Due to tax reasons, they couldn't get a Coors, you know. Of course. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so now they're going to make the deal and get the alcohol. And Peter Fonda is somehow saying, you can't come in. You can't come in. I don't know why. And it's pissing her off. She just saved their ass. I know. She, she did all the heavy lifting. She shot him point blank. With a gun. Yeah. Told him about the Smokies. Did I ever tell you how I got fired at the uh, under, as an undertaker? No. I was working no. with a mortician, uh -huh. and he says, there's a corpse light. And I uh, made a joke. Uh, I said, well, I'm, I'm not I'm saying I'm drinking on the job. Ooh. But actually, I saw the corpse. Yeah, it was a joke. Coors Light, corpse light. Then it took me five minutes to come up with the premise. Okay, I'm not doing that one at the open mic. So now Peter is informing him we're going to have to walk home. <laughs> He's like, Do you have money for a cab? And he goes, Yeah, I think I got it. I could find that in my pocket. He goes, Good, because after we do this deal, I don't have a penny. Because he's mortgaged his house, believe it or not, to do this. Rain promised to sell his motorcycle, the Indian, for $1,000. No, no, that's that's Rain. That's his thing. Well, that's really touched Jerry Reed, uh, you know, iron here. It really touched him. You would do that, huh? He goes, yes, I would do that. They're like good friends, you know. Oh, man. Now, we're about to see this actor. He only shows up like two times in the film, but... Um, he he's a Canadian actor. They are all they all are, but he was in Meatballs. I was going to say, like, I'm surprised they made a movie in Canada and Harold Ramis or John Candy didn't Wasn't show up in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Especially the year. Yeah. They were probably doing their own thing at this time. He was also in Cagney and Lacey, and he was mm. voicing King Koopa in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Okay, all right, hang on. Let me get there the uh, all right, hang on. I want to hear King Koopa. So let's get the studio audio up. I'll get you, Mario. So the point is there that 
you take all the risk. You just, I'll sell it to you and uh -huh. I'm done. I'm done. I'm paid. You own some booze. King Koopa, is he Bowser? I have no idea. He was also Sam in the Adventures of Sam and Max Freelance Police. Apparently that was a big show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know the video game Sam and Max. It was a graphic text adventure where you would click around stuff. Uh-huh. Now, this is a very famous Canadian country singer. Okay. And her band is very, very famous, too. Again, the director is using the mirrors to tell the story. Right, like you could see them perform. You know, they have oh, an actual band there. Oh no, yeah. I mean, you yeah. have a band in the room, and you show it through the mirror. I did not pick up on this, and I saw this film multiple times. Okay, now Pickup shows up, and she's got beef. She's got beef. Yeah. You guys, I saved your saved ass your twice. Life. You kicked me out. You're not including me. So they're gonna. I have saved your life in Mill. Yeah, in Milton. Milton. Yeah, at seven a.m. A ton. Now, this country star, her name is uh, Myrna Laurie, and the band, her famous band, is called Prairie Oyster. Uh-oh. She was the first lady of Canadian country music. So she was a big fish in a little pond. Yeah. And Prairie Oysters are testicles, aren't they? I don't know. Well, testicles? What would a... Okay, yeah, yeah. Oysters from the water, but it's a prairie oyster, which is... The, right. Not, not the desert. Like a right. like, um, well, anyway, they were a country music group from Toronto, and they were named country group or duo uh, of the year six times by the Canadian Country Music Association. I don't know. She's a big deal, so she got a part in a movie, and, and we should care about that. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm sure the soundtrack was available. <laughs> yes. Okay, so now we're going to have the beginning of the true romance love affair uh, with Pickup and Rain. Yeah. And we're going to start by dancing. But wouldn't you know it, this is a movie, so we can't just have love. We got to give a conflict. So therefore, some jerk is going to be like, can I cut in? May I dance with your woman? And of course, because it's a movie, Peter Fonda will go, punch! Yeah, right, cold pop. Punch! Cold cock them. And that'll That's start a big fight, like a like a like a western when they're all fighting in the bar. Yeah. And they'll escape together. Stuntmen Probably. call that a Wednesday. Harvey, our bad guy, who we don't know is a bad guy yet, will be there and he'll start to follow them. And now we begin. Harvey will be the heavy for the rest of the film. There he is up there in the balcony checking him out. All right, so I was a little dense the first 45 minutes of this movie, but he's going to realize that they're just, they're doing illegal hooch. Uh... Well, that's how he's going to get him if they can catch him. You see... So it's smoking the bandit. Well, no, because he will abandon that idea and just, like, want to kill them. Oh. Look, he's like, may I cut in? Hey, Mr. Bow! <laughs> that, the answer is no. There we go. And they escape, of course, and then everyone fights. Right. And there's this funny scene, which isn't hilarious funny, in which they go get their coats from the coat check girl. They tip her a dollar. Yeah. Like, they're on the run. Let's get out of here quick. Oh, Boom! You got your coat ticket? Whoa! Whoa, that's some heavy stunts. Guy. There's some really good stunts in this movie. 
lot of falling downstairs or, or it's all lifts. practical effects oh no he's going to cut you with the wine bottle come on man come on that's not cool you know i'm sober i got a <laughs> knife i spinning it around oh he jumped across the balcony diagonally pick well, up sticky looked- butt too He's falling off the balcony because if there is a balcony in movie, okay, here where we get our funny thing. Hello, we had a good time. Yes, please. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Keep this for yourself, and then they run away. So, any which way, but loose because I was thinking about it because he does look like a young Clint Eastwood when he's punching people in a bar. Uh, uh any which way with loose was a trucking movie, but it was not. Was Jerry Reed in that? No, no. But uh, another guy we always see in our films was uh, he was in uh, um, two films we saw. He was always, oh, I forget now. I better shut my mouth. Yeah. Okay. So now Harvey is like, follow him. I want to see where they're going. Look, it's clearly Milton. I, I used to, okay. <laughs> that was not uh, an erotica shop at the time. It was a uh, head shop. Uh, it no it was not a it was not an erotica shop it was really just a, like a convenience store but ironically i would buy penthouses oh yeah yeah canadian, we had penthouse. canadian penthouse yeah well 20 percent of the pen, uh playboy the models had to be canadian i believe <laughs> that was the law yeah yeah now he goes you go to that hotel there and get us a room and i'll meet you there later because we're clearly being followed and she's like whoa a motel you know what i mean like it's very forward you go get us a motel room why don't they go why don't you pick up take them home take her home um never mind okay you know they should do it in the cab and then put a little bumper sticker just to let people know that if this this is rocking don't come a knocking (laughs) so i gotta take a leak peter hides okay pickup goes and get a motel room Peter hides so we can see that he doesn't know it's Harvey at the time, that whoever's following them now knows they're at the motel. You see that Canadian light? Uh, it was I not- did not see a Canadian light. Oh, come on. Okay. What's the, what the hell is a Canadian light? Um, okay, you know in America you have the uh, toggle switch on your light, you know, that click, click, the big, thick. Like right. It says on and something else. I don't remember. <laughs> right. <anything. laughs> Well, in Canada, it is a circle, and and it's a little recessed, uh, and it's either a click button or there is a toggle, but it looks different. It's a standard. If I went to your house in L.A., I would have the same clicky toggle switch that I have here in Jersey. It's a standard yep. across. Well, that's the same thing. Like, you know a film is a foreign film if the lights look all a certain way, if the toilets are all a certain way, if the light switches are a certain way. It's just a very much a giveaway that we're in Canada. Okay, now look, Peter Fonda knows that they know they're in the motel, but yet he stays in the motel. Why? But also Pickup doesn't know. He puts her in danger, right? <gasps> right, she's being put in danger. So no, he's running like a mad dog. He's like, don't take your shirt off. This is a PG <laughs> movie. Now, Pickup's getting all ready for Peter Fonda. Right. Okay. Except, oh, my Look. God. Yeah. Well, I see and that you coming. And Areola, too. It's not appropriate. I did not see that coming. Did not realize she was wearing that. 
Pickup's pretty cool, man. She's got like cool stuff. Yeah. Well, hello. But I mean, like, she's got a custom truck and like crazy lingerie. Now somebody's coming. Now, why does Pickup think it's bad guys? Ow! <laughs> Look, wow. bloody. Yeah. Karate. So this scene was in the trailer. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know if you could see Ariola in the trailer. That's a really good point. Now, you see, this is what I'm saying, Mike. It makes no sense. I think we're being followed. Pulls over, sees that they definitely are being followed. Sees that they see that Pickup is in the motel. So why didn't he go in there and say, we got to get out of here? Right. Instead, he has sex with her and sleeps there until, well, I don't think it's until the morning, but. Also, he spent a lot of time, like, lacing that up. And yeah, he just yeah, undoes he just runs, it. Runs it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Dude. I, it's, since it's a 70s film, it's obligatory that we see them doing it. <clears throat> but we won't see them all the way doing it, because this movie is PG. Oh, here he is, Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey. Now, Harvey's the bad guy, but I got to admit, he looks pretty cool for 1978. And well, there is this... That... Yeah, go ahead. There is this scene in which he, like, stops Jerry Reed's truck, and he looks so cool. He definitely looks cool. He, this guy, The actor got an introducing credit. In yep, the this opening. is his first film. He would go on to do a bunch of films, uh, and I think you would know him. Let's see, where is it? Harvey, here he is. You would know him from Dark Man 2. You would which I've him. seen. But you would really know him from Boondock Saints. He was in Boondock Saints oh. 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Yeah, you wouldn't know his other films. The Hounds of Notre Dame, The Last Winter, Glory and Honor, Resurrection, Storm of the Century. Ooh, Storm of the I remember. Who could forget? Man of the Year. Ooh, Storm of the Century and Man of the Year? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're learning here is that the truth is King Carol and Harvey are in business together. Now, King Carol's the boss, Harvey's the money, uh, the, the, Harvey is the, the muscle, but he's got money invested. He has like 49% to oh. King Carol's 51, you know, so it's like, don't forget, I give the orders. And he turns around real cool and goes, I don't forget that, Carol. <laughs> I just think it's stolen valor to call yourself king. You well, know? he owns the place. He didn't steal. He's been going to mall saying, listen, as your king, you should give me a 20% <laughs> discount. It's disgusting. Uh, all right. This is basically a touching scene. Like, what's wrong, dad? And, you know, I could come with you. I could help. This is really dangerous, and a kid can't be there. But I'm help. I could help. He didn't I'm help sure at all. Did. What did he do in that last scene? Did he help Peter Fonda push a flaming car off the roof? Yeah, thanks. Look out! Duh, duh, son. Duh, son. (laughs) Dad, they've got guns. Yeah, I know that. Oh, the shooty kinds? Ooh. Did your mother teach you about guns? Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of prep. He shouldn't go. King Carol did a lot of voiceover work. Here he is with this hat. He was in uh, a bunch of stuff for Marvel. Huh. 1966, he was the voice of Thor. Ooh. Uh, in the 60s in Spider-Man, he was the voice of Mysterio. 
That's so crazy. And he would go on to do like voices in the Care Bears and stuff. He was uh, born in England, but he was a Canadian actor. And he was on the TV show Friday the 13th a lot. But this is his big thing. He was the dad on Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah. The Friday the 13th, the television show was, was definitely shot in Canada. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. He's yeah. totally a Canadian actor. Um, let's turn up the volume because he's going to do that. I'm the boss. <laughs> That's all. That's enough. All he's right. a cool dude. He right? is a cool dude. Yeah, for sure. And he's hardly. He's, By the way, we're perfectly synced because when you turn up the sound, his lips did. I know, Kane. Well, I, you know what? I'm getting used to the studio and how to turn a mute and unmute the sound. Yeah, let's give a shout out to the studio of Mutiny Radio. Yeah. I mean, FM here in the Mission District. Here, deep in the Mission District, Florida. Twenty first. You can't miss it. Listen, come on down. Be part of the shows. They're pamtastic. They're pamtastic they Friday. Joke workshop. Oh, did you see that little the, the cat was, running away? Was it a skunk? Bunny? I watched this film a lot of times. I never saw that. But look at his gun. Look at that. Yeah, it's got... overkill. It is overkill. Well, having a lit cigarette in your mouth as you put it in a clip is overkill. Well, he's cool guy. You yeah, know? you can't help it. You can't help it. Now, look. She's like... Like, give me affection, give me affection. And she's like, give me a break. Give me a sandwich. <laughs> what? Whoa. Did you know they're making an animated version of Married with Children? How can you do that without a live studio audience? That it's is gonna, stupid. Yeah. Woo. I heard about that, but this time they're going to make it a comedy. <laughs> doing it I'm open. using that at the open mic. <laughs> Actually, I will use that at the open mic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Married with Children. PG-13. Cartoon. But this time it's going to be a comedy. Okay. <laughs> I think it's funny. Do that. Whoa. Whoa. Of accident. Did you see that? There was a crash. No accident. <laughs> there was a Whoa. We Whoa. all saw Ariel. Okay. Now she sees that bad guys are coming. Now is it daytime or nighttime? They didn't sleep It's post-coital. It was pre-coital. Now it's post-coital. Oh, okay, okay. So he's like, uh, "Rain, men are coming. Rain, they have, they have machine guns." And Rain's like, "What?" He wakes up. Oh no, he's not going to do that five more minutes, Ma thing. Right. Oh, give it up for Pickle. Man, oh man, man I should. He is just well, young, beautiful, perfect skin. She's got her own uh, truck with the back. <laughs> She'll wear that outfit for you. She, yeah, right. She wears no bra in cold rooms. She's a keeper. <laughs> but look at this. Why would he just go in there and shoot them to death? Why? Yeah. Well, no, well, they're... they're... Is it really worth it? Carol, he was saying, this guy's different. This guy's not going to lay down to us. This guy's going to be an example to the other truckers, and they're going to revolt against us. So that's the reason why they have to kill the guy because who'd be an example? I it's guess. not that like he's going to kill the guy and then be like, okay, business as usual. Now, for some reason, they are chasing Harvey now. Why? Why? Payback. <laughs> oh, look, there's some other people. Maybe someone else in the hotel motel heard it. No. 
Look, no one heard it. Once again, they won't call the cops or make a big deal or anything. They're not going to pay their motel bill and including nope. all the damage. Nobody in the motel was there. I think there's someone on the porch, but. Now, since they're, look, his lights are off and they will stay off even though he's on busy streets. Mr. Burger. Go for Mr. Burger. Now, I really think we're in Toronto now because King's, King Carol is in Toronto and you can see that tower. Okay, so now he knows that Harvey works for King Carol. He's not an independent. Well, I mean, he is a trucker who works for King Carol, but he, now he knows he's the muscle. Now, why is Harvey a trucker if he has enough money to invest in half of King Carol's business? I don't get it. Well, maybe he's just a trucker, a trucker with a hustle. That's all. There's so much in this movie I don't get. Why isn't he in the office with King Carol if he owns half the company? This is the coolest mobile. It has like a gun in the in the glove compartment and yep. like. She's a keeper, man. Pick up. Got the hookup with the pickup. Now, once again, yeah, well, her name was pickup because she never gets picked up. That nobody can pick her up. That's the okay. And that's why she now, painted on the car. Yeah, that's her name. Look, he handles a barbed wire fence like nothing. Look at that. Peter Fonda. That might be a stunt person. Yeah, that's pretty, really impressive. These stunts are really impressive. Now, here's the skipper from Gilligan's Island. No, shut no, up. No, it's not. The alarm goes off. Somebody has breached the perimeter, so King Carol's getting a phone call. He sleeps with a polo tie? <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that. Look at that 70s lamp. Oh, my God. And a fake plant. Oh, yeah, and he was drinking and taking pills. Champagne. Those are prescription next to it. Oh, he was taking lewds. Taking pills. Yeah. How can he function right now? Dude, he better have a prostitute in that room. Right. It is bad form. It's bad uh, form. It's take... not done to take pills, drink champagne, and you don't have a prostitute. Okay, now we're at the Toronto seaport. Uh, yeah, obvi it's obvious. Minna, no the USS Minna. Maybe they just kept driving north. Easel power. Now, check this out. It's got to not be Peter Fonda. It's got to be a stuntman. But you see those hooks? Yeah. He uses it like a grappling hook to get into. I don't really understand why he's infiltrating their warehouse at all. Like, what is he doing? I don't get why he wants to break in now that he found out that Harvey works for Carol. I don't get it. Well, they try to kill him, right? So isn't he trying to... Uh, I guess. Get revenge. This is pretty look, cool. Look what happens. Yeah. Now check this out. That's got to be a stuntman. That's got to be a stuntman. I just saw the Batman. There's better stunts in this movie. <laughs> and there's look, a lot of stunts. Look how wrong this his other hand is. He's clearly not dangling. He's... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, God bless. Only so much I want Peter Fonda to go through. You know, it's night and day, his acting in this and 92 in the Shade. He just walked through 92 in the Shade with no emotion. Horrible, horrible. Maybe he thought he was doing his character, but it translated into, I'm not going to act. This is night and day. He is a 
Oh. Well, you know what I'm going to say. Don't you think it's because of the director? Uh, I don't know. You know, Mike, speaking of that director, I, there's a movie in that guy. I don't mean the movies he made. I mean the story. The story's fascinating. The director married And having an, uh, married with a second woman, like, in the marriage, right? He had threesomes all the time. Yeah. He wrote that book, 92 in the Shade. He makes the movie, and then he cheats with Margot Kidder and 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 dumps his threesome and marries Margot Kidder, takes her to Montana where he lives, ruins her life, essentially. Yeah. yeah. They have the breakup because of Superman. He, she gets the role in Superman. But meanwhile, now she lives in Montana for the rest of her life. She has children. She commits suicide at in at sixty two, and she tells her friends to feed her to the wolves. You remember? Yeah. There's a movie in that story. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The director of ninety two in the shade. It's so it's so what is what a story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think Nas- I would name that movie like Train Wreck. <laughs> I think I would name that movie National Lampoon's Train Wreck. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. we got to do open micers. Never even talk about it anymore. I know we don't. Our, our spec script. <laughs> spec script. Well, no, we just wanted to show it to you. We don't want to we make the money for the 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 uh, National Lampoon moniker. That yeah. film's as good as made. Yeah. Oh, we are in in Lake Quinn. Look at Anthony this, Quinn. man. Yeah, it's really impressive stunts. I mean, this is eating up a lot of film time too. Wait, did you say in like Flynn or Quinn? I said Quinn, and then I oh, said Anthony like Quinn. Anthony Quinn? When it comes to girls, Anthony Quinn is not in. Isn't in like Flynn is because Errol Flynn like yeah. underage girls. Always got the underage. I don't know. It's because he was popular li- like the late with the ladies, and he was in. He was in. In what? He was like, "There's a girl at the bar. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get her." But Errol Flynn could easily. He so if you, oh no, I'm in like Flynn. Look at that spooling. Yeah. Well, this movie's unspooling. Okay, now, it was dumb for her to stay there because now she's going to get kidnapped. It makes no sense. How did they know it was her truck? What gave it away? What other... You keep calling it a truck. It's... It's a what? It's a car? No, but the thing is, it is a truck, but this is a trucker movie, so that means uh, an 18-wheeler, you know? Oh, shit. No admittance. I got to turn oh, back. God. Oh, damn it. Movie's over. Oh, what a waste of time. I, I, I scaled I got all the wall. Of, I climbed the scale of the wall. I've... No admittance. Uh-oh. Nice. Oh, by the way, this is considered a trucker movie, and all those movies about trucker, uh, those websites about truckers they reference that yeah i got a lot of my detail from now look they go and kidnap her why did she stay there wasn't she like the getaway car getaway guy yes but why not drive away keep passing it or something they're gonna discover bodies or something they're pod trucks And this makes no sense why he's in there. What's his goal? Why does he have a gun? What is he looking for? There's nothing for him to find. He knows they're after him, so he goes into the beehive? It doesn't make sense. Uh, Is it just simple vengeance? He's going to shoot up Harvey and King Carol? 
then let us know that, I guess, so that as a viewer, we've got our excuse, a reason he's in there. I don't know. Super sale. Carl, I got to get some coffee. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, you should have poured it before the show like me. Look at this mug right here. I had to plug in my router. That's why I excused myself, but it was technical for the show. It was important. That's clearly row S, okay? They must have 26 rows, and that is the 19th, 18th row. What was it? HT, 20, and the 19th row. Now, here we have the coolest guy in 1978, Harvey, giving orders. He's in here. You guys, close that door. You guys, surround him from here. You guys, come with me. They're looking for him. They're looking for him. I smell rain in here. Whoa! Lights are out. They think they found him because here comes an 18-wheeler right at them. Here comes Holy an 18-wheeler right at the bad guy. Get the truck out of here. They clearly found P. P Get the truck out of here. What the truck? <laughs> You gotta be trucking kidding. Don't truck, don't shoot that truck. I invested $18,000 in that truck. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Nothing will stop Peter Fonda from driving forward. <laughs> oh, eep, eep, Boom! eep. How embarrassing. Oh. No one was in the, the horns going too, just to hurt their ears. Oh, no one's in there? <laughs> He's got the be, uh... his El Camino. All the supplies are in like half uh, English, half French. Yeah, in this American movie. It's so they, they, obvious he's not in there. Of course, the cool guy, Harvey's the one. Freeze! So you can see the monkey wrench is making the horn go. Oh. So he's pissed. And the hat is like a signature, like the cat burglar. That's right. It was yeah. me, cat trucks. Look at him. I can't, um, I can't believe the star of the movie, Jerry Reed, did that. It was me. I'm the, the second, star. I'm the star. I'm top billing. That's right. He is top billing. This, He's calling guy. up. Dad, did you see my movie? Dad, did you see my... Oh, sorry, son. Oh, son. Trying to bail out your daughter right now. My daughter. Look how he just handles those yes, barbed wire. Okay. They're really, really rough with her. Yeah. I mean, you know, they are. And... I know they're acting and everything, but it's. Oh, it's that? a 70s movie, yeah. right? You, people would pay to see that. Yeah, I guess so. He goes, where is he? He goes, he got away. Harvey? Because they're going to fight. Oh, really? That's not professional. You're not turning up the sound? Did you oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm shit. Sorry. Right. I got it like King Koopa. It's going to and... be over. Just, it's typical Spiegel. Okay, I'm ready, Carl. Yeah, okay, good. All right, yeah, all right. Oh, you know what it is? It's the studio. I tossed the uh, thing over by the studio yeah. couch. How about, you know, it's your job to do this. It Did you just do job. it again? Did you just do, okay, keep it there. No, don't, don't turn the sound off. There's nothing. It's King Koopa. Yeah, and what he's going to say is, like, where are your friends? He goes, well, you should just keep the money. And Jerry Reed gives him a dirty look. Like, you have no loyalty, you 
liquor running dude. You 70s liquor running dude. He is playing the perfect sleaze ball. Jerry and Jerry's a family man. No. Oh, the other guy, King Koopa. King, yeah, King Koopa. <laughs> Poor guy. We're just calling him King Koopa. Now, we know Peter Fonda is the son of Henry Fonda. I'm just saying because I mentioned it before. Younger brother of Jane Fonda and the father of Bridget. Bridget yeah. Fonda. Now, you saw Bridget Fonda show up recently, right? In this movie? No. She hasn't been seen in 12 years, and they caught her at a grocery, and she's overweight. Not grotesquely, but really horribly overweight. They took all pictures of her, and and Bridget Fonda says, I don't care. I'm out of movies. I'm just a regular person. Honestly, what does it say for us as a generation of movie viewers and consumers that people like Bridget Fonda, Cameron Diaz, and Gwyneth Paltrow have to retire? Like there's a certain horrible things about us, but at the same, no, no, I'm with you, Mike. It's very bad about our culture. Yeah. At the same time, though, why can't Bridget Fonda play the roles that like, um, um, who was in Misery, the bad woman? It was Kathy Bates. Yeah. So why Kathy Bates was never a young starlet, skinny and looking beautiful, and then you know what I mean? These starlets who yeah, well, there's roles for them. I mean, it sounds like clickbait too, where they're like, "Hey, check out you know this whole like you know." And we used to read National Enquirer, and they would have pictures of of celebrities gone fatty, but it isn't anybody's business. She made a conscientious decision to not be part of the industry, and that's the end of that. Now, we saw young Einstein. Uh, yeah. There was another thing like that. They hadn't seen him in 15 years, and they saw him. He was walking the same dog that he had. This is Yahoo time. serious? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, they, it was the same thing. But they weren't embarrassing him. It was just exciting. Okay, now he's um, driving. Oh, darn, it's not. Here it is. It's a white Western star, 4,800 wrecker, and it looks absolutely fantastic in blue pinstripes. Boy, the internet really cared about, trucking sites really cared about this movie. His El Camino gets referenced all the time, too. It's a DMC Caballero, the Chevy El Camino's obscure twin. So it's not an El Camino. It's a Caballero, the competitor back in the day of... Well, you know, the Simpsons had the, the big uh, US, uh, SUV called the Caballero. Uh-huh. And they had a little song about it. Listen, this is the scene in which I said, you know what? This guy is a cool-looking guy with this 70s jacket. I'm ready. I got my button on, on mute right here. I'm, the, well, my it's, uh, okay, it's over. here comes Jerry Reed. Look at him smoking his cigarette. He can yeah, handle cool. the situation. He knows what he's going to do. He's right in the middle of the road. Run me over, bitch. I know you won't. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, pretty badass. Yeah, he has assumed the position. Jerry Reed's pretending he could. What what is that? What? I'm acting. Uh Uh-oh. Look at the Cavalero's Canadian plane. Look, he's got the gun. He's got the gun. Yeah. Like James Bond. So Jerry Reed does the only thing he can do. Stops. Well, you know, Jerry knew it because he saw the uh, guy pointing a uh, gun at you sign uh, next to the deer crossing. (laughs) Harvey. 
Well, I keep thinking Look of the honeymoon. Look cool he is, man. Look at that belt buckle. Yeah, no, he's badass. He's got his black gloves on because he's going to do crime. I don't want any fingerprints when I... Look crime. at the collar pop he's got going. It's a badass collar pop. Where's your friend Rain, Duke? The star of the movie? He's not here. Look at his shifty eye. Oh, don't cover him. Don't cover Don't show me Jerry Reed's butt. <laughs> you, were, you were asking for the back. Yes. Now, look, Jerry Reed's no dummy. He gets a thing to club him. Right. He's walking it. tall. Hides it. He goes, turn around and face me, Iron Duke. Iron Duke. Look at that nostril flare. Click, click, click. You hear the gun cock. Pow! Oh. Shot in the stomach. Right. This is a 70s film. I forgot. The main character gets shot. Yeah. But that's, see, Peter Fonda really is the main character because now Jerry Reed will be out of the film until the end. Well, this isn't the end? You should. Uh, he won't be out of the film until the end, but as an active player, he's out. But we're at the end of Act Two now? We are at the beginning of Act Three. It's the, when he had the fight with, uh, King Carol, which you didn't turn turn up. That was our setup for the ticking time bomb, the race, the, you know, I'm going to get him. This is going to be settled. Now, his, his gloves had the knuckles exposed. Why did they do that on the gloves? It must be a reason. There must be, like, bending your... Yeah, or maybe just wear and tear, you know, your knuckles wear them out. <laughs> they were man, they were factory. Oh, well, you put like some brass knuckles on your gloves, you're gonna see some wear and tear when you take it <laughs> off. Uh, Iron Duke, this is Rainmaker. Give me a shout back. Okay, so what's happening here is he won't be able to get Jerry Reed. Somehow he knows that it doesn't make sense. Somehow he knows that, um, um, Harvey's after him. Stupid name for a cool guy, right? So then he's going to call in help from all the truckers right. at the Arizona truck stop. That's, um, like would be, that's like every episode of BJ and the Bear. I, I got to call in my trucker angels. Now, here's another dumb thing. He finds Jerry Reed hurt. Clearly, he needs an ambulance. Yeah. But he doesn't say, send an ambulance here. He instead will take Jerry Reed back to his house and the ambulance will meet them at the house. Why? Why? Well, I mean, it's not like they yeah, have a citizen sure. band where they yeah. can call a, a, yeah, a yeah. yeah. He should say, look, get the ambulance over here. Did you how see far his away? face emote? Yeah, Peter Pond no, is a real actor. Yeah, uh, as a real actor, I get to uh, throw flaming cars off the truck. <laughs> so he's now saying, I need an ambulance at the Duke house. The Duke. There's Canadian Tower, right? Right there? No, no. With the awful, what no, is that? Like no, a, that's a hotel. It's a hotel. Yeah, with that rotating restaurant yeah. on the top? No, it's just a circle. It's not the rotating the internet told me all about the prominent buildings. That is yeah. like Hilton or something. Oh. Look, he I takes the bullets out. Why? Oh, he's not going to write, he's not going to write uh, Peter Fonda's name on each bullet? Look, he's put one bullet in. Oh, I'm sorry. 
He's doing he was just replacing two. his yeah, he was replacing the bullets that had Reed's name on them. He only needs two bullets, one for Peter Fonda and one for the movie director. <laughs> Not for King Carol, because King Carol. Oh, King Carol's gonna get it. Now, yeah. who's Larry? They're introducing a truck third act. Who's Larry? Larry's the name of the guy who owns this wrecker. This wrecker is uh, is not a. Uh, it got mentioned on those trucking sites. Yeah. Now this is winter, of course. Now look, they're back at the house in Kleinberg, and the son will now witness his shot father. Why did he bring him home? I don't know. Canadian thing, I guess. Now look, in Canada, they they write things backwards so you can see ambulance okay never mind. well they do that in the united states ontario plates in this american yeah i know look they don't we lost the script on that it's obviously canada look at the uniforms of canada it's It's canada it's canada he lives in canada that's the film (laughs) deal with it not arizona listen if we learn one thing from covid it's not all truckers are american jerry shot down Loaded up. <laughs> yeah. Eastbound and horizontal. Uh, ver- uh, yeah. <laughs> horizontal and down. <laughs> oh, he took pickups uh, sweater. Yes. Now, um, the kid has a bike too. His name's Tanker the Kid, and he's got a 77 Yamaha YZ series. Okay, now it's he's calling in King Carol and stupidly warning him, I'm coming to get you, and he's I'm warning. bringing truckers. Why would right. he warn him? Why would you go in the public on a citizen ban and announce your intention to everybody? Stupid. Gotta keep this movie going. Maybe he's highballing. Sorry, I had that coffee I mentioned. Uh-huh. I got to be careful. I can't spill the coffee on any of the studio equipment. Very smart. Very smart. We don't want Pam upset with you. Pam will get pissed uh, off. Yeah, as long as our checks are clearing, though, she might forgive it. I've I've been in the studio where everything is sticky. Or my favorite is, like, covered in weed. Like, <laughs> someone rolled. <laughs> and it's like, you rolled a joint and you left half of it on the sound mixer. <laughs> thank, Thank you, by the way. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, thank you. Now, Thanks this was released in Toronto in May of 78, in Los Angeles of August of 78, and it appeared on television in November of 78. So it got its run. Yeah. Once they released it under the title of Death Toll. I don't know why. It came out in video in 89, and it never made it to DVD. Oh. Also, they had a working title during the filming of this thing, uh, which was PF. Where is it? Where is it? That I'll tell you in a, in, in a minute, but they decided to call it. Um, okay, there all the truckers are rolling right. out to go and help. Go I and don't help. Think what? Peter Fonda's like, come help me kick this guy's ass. We need a big old convoy. Superb. That's a convoy. Carl, that's we a convoy. Got, no, you don't know the song. I know Homer Simpson's. We got a mighty convoy running through the night. We got a mighty convoy. Ain't Ain't it a beautiful beautiful sight? You do know it. You do know it. I know Homer Simpson singing it 20 years ago. (laughs) 
I haven't seen that movie, but I do know. All right, turn what it up it, now. Turn okay. it up now. All right, all right. Put your hands up. Close the glove, then put hands in the air. Just give ourselves up. Is that it? What else can we do? Ow! Oh, down he goes. Not playing it your way anymore, Carol. I like that. Ah, you see the laid law. That was in Canada. The laid law in Canada was um, 17, not 16, 17. Oh, you mean like how heavy your truck can be? No, the age of consent. That was the laid law. <laughs> I... <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> What's the load law here in this country? They have more. They're more classier. They have higher standards in Canada, and you had to be seventeen. The states they call that the load law. <laughs> I got off the load. That was oh, there she is, runner. But look, he shot them. I know. It's so stupid. Why? And look, well, why is he hurting her so bad? Why is he putting a hot gun barrel near her? Now, that guy did not sign in. He just drove through the gate. <laughs> Every man's dream. Yeah. Canadian plates. Hauling through this. Then then the director shows us the knocked down fence, and they all roll over it. Look, you know, yeah. He's drinking. I should mention Death Proof, the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. uh, has uh, a rubber ducky on Kurt Russell's car, which is a reference right. to the movie Convoy. Oh. Because it's rubber ducky. Why did we just see, like, the Teamsters have a union fight with the scabs? Why? The trucks haven't even arrived yet. You see how they're fighting? Yeah. And it's the guys in the trucks. But meanwhile, the trucks are still rolling in. It makes no sense. These people are fucking nuts. Oh, my head hurts. I got a Care Bear appointment and I have a headache. <laughs> right. Uh, Care Bear's movie, take two. Now, Care hey, Carol's not taking it anymore. Oh, he shot. It's about time, yeah. That's one of the bullets. Now, why does he need to take her anywhere? If he knew karate, why didn't he use karate earlier? It... In Canada, they, they pronounce it karate. Karate. Now, look how good she's acting like a limp. I'm a yeah. not Doesn't seem very uh, natural. He got his gun ready, but it's really pickup's gun. Look at that Canadian brick on the yeah. top of that truck. That way, I, we get it. It's, can, it's, Ontario, it's obviously oh, Ontario plates. Hmm. They're not pretending it's America at this point. <laughs> it's obviously a Canadian film. Yes. Now, this car is a nice car. They're not going to blow up this car in the movie. So when this car gets blown up, you'll see it switches to another car. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, they had to blow it up, right? Can't have a movie without getting it blown up. Right, exactly. Old man's laid law. Right. Now, why do we see the Canadian brick truck driving? And then we say, okay, we're back to the USS Minnow where he, the SS Minnow where he was. Oh, where Skipper was. And we're going to see the Canadian C CN Tower again, because we're obviously in Canada. But here will be our Act 3 climax. And it's Race. dumb for many reasons. It doesn't make sense that he's running, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. That's a good way to put this. Uh, They're not racing towards anything. They don't have a goal to accomplish. He's just chasing them for no reason. 
But why would Harvey want to escape? He wants to confront Fonda. It makes no sense. There it is. The CN Tower. Yeah. So prominent. Look at that hamburger. That looks like a double quarter pounder to me. <laughs> a double? Yeah, you got two patties. Oh, I see. I guess they didn't have double quarter pounders back then. Or now look, she wakes up. Oh my head. Oh wait, you're that bad guy, Harvey. So now she starts to fuck with Harvey and wreck up his driving. Just keep it down, Missy. Look, screwing up his driving. Banana. All right, go ahead. Set up the film. Okay, here it goes. She gets kicked out. So whoa! Ouch! Ouch! He jumps out. Watch the car change. See? Okay. Yeah. Boom! It's a pickup truck. Oh! End of the line. He's got her as a hostage to say, "Don't move," or pickup gets it. But then Peter Fonda's like, okay, it's just you and me. Let her go. And for some reason, Harvey lets her go and then gets shot. It doesn't make sense. I'll stop hitting, you know, harping on it now. So but. you're saying then, like, the advantage Harvey has is that he's got her as a hostage. Yeah, right, right, right. And so Peter Fonda goes, why don't you let her go? It'll just be you and me. And he goes, okay, that's good. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. It's a good idea. And then Rain shoots him? Look how cool he is, man. He looks like Logan's run. So Dude, he's like Scorpio, right? From uh, Scorpion? Dirt. Yes. Yeah. The dirt rubbed on his cheek for the film. He's cool, man. He's, yeah. They got a good psycho. She's crying. Yeah, and she's going to cry when Harvey dies. It doesn't make sense, but okay. This is the only movie that had one pickup in it. <laughs> they have to do a lot of pickups. Yeah, he's got that Scorpio look from uh, Dirty Harry. Yes. All right. He Mono didn't want to have a huge career, but he could have. He certainly was in a lot of things. He had a career. Yeah. Look at his look at his stats. Looks like ninety two in the shade. No emotion. He's being cool, man. He's good. Maybe his eyes make him cool. Both of them have that. Yeah. Oh, this guy's got like a killer look. Yeah. Okay, so there's no reason they're having a high noon shootout now, but they are. Draw! If Peter Fonda is dead, then this guy can do his corrupt trucking thing. Right. But why would this guy want to get killed over money? Okay, now look how hurt she is because it's awful. Yeah. And she's really doing too good of a job as an actress because it makes us feel like this is awful. And we're not supposed to have that. It's a feel-good ending movie. The bad guy's done. That's just like she's probably the most she's probably the most fun character in this movie, anyway. I think cool, so. Yeah, more fun than Jerry Reed. I'll bet you he doesn't appreciate that. Well, Jerry Reed's a family man. He has no time for fun. That's right. As a matter of fact, when they were dancing in the bar, it was because she goes, "I like you guys," and and he goes. She wasn't talking to me. I'm a married man. She's talking to you. Have a good night. And he left. <laughs> he left. Okay, here's our epilogue. Okay. Oh, and he's better. Yes. He um I don't know what 
Reed's story is going to be. But Peter Fonda's going off to see the world again, but this time he's going with Pickup. Aww. And she's driving. There's Baby! Bye, Baby, we're going to leave you unattended. Right, I remember that Baby from the like, first reel of this yeah. movie. Yeah. We're going to leave you unattended like we did this whole film. You just stay in the kitchen. Well, that's all right. It's a couple minutes. It is. It's all right. Oh, a dog we've never seen before and a goat. I know. They introduced that goat at the last minute. Surprise. I want to know more about that goat. Oh, he's got a motorcycle back. Yeah, because Peter Honda is giving the kid Honda. his Indian. Uh, What did I say? Peter Honda. Honda. I said yeah. Honda because of the bike. He's giving. Look at his teary eye. He's really an actor in this film. This film changed my whole opinion about Peter Fonda. I really thought he was a horrible actor in Easy Rider and Cannonball Run and 92 in the Shade. Well, Cannonball Run, he was just having fun. That doesn't count. That yeah. doesn't count. So now up there, leaving with their Canadian plates. Bye. Bye. And our film is done. Is it? Is it really? Yeah. This is how it could end? Ta-da. All right. Well, it's not ending yet. And... And and the oh we got eastbound. All right, here we go. Ah, thanks for coming. By Jerry Reed and this Dick Feller. Look, the sun's waving goodbye. Thanks for coming. Yeah, well, audience, I'm waving goodbye to you too. Uh, <laughs> Carl, what you think of this movie? Um, I thought it was very good for your show. I thought that. Uh, like you had said, pickup was the best thing about it. I thought that Peter Fonda is really an actor. Yeah. Um, it was nice to be in the world of the 70s with their cool looks and everything. Um, well, it, you, you know that's not true. They weren't cool. But it, in if you're in 78, Harvey was pretty cool. I don't know. It wasn't a good film, but I enjoyed it. I think I agree with you. I enjoyed this movie. Uh, if, you know, sometimes you, you see movies that are fads and become movies and you watch them later and they're just not good. This one was pretty solid. And they yeah. also shout out to Radio Shack, which uh, probably helped them out. <laughs> we need a new Citizens Band, new CB radio. Go to Shack. Uh, yeah, I, I like this. I kind of like this movie. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job, Canada. Thank you, Montreal Trust. Look, it even says Montreal Trust, Carl. <laughs> They're it's not, not even a trying to hide. They they trust that you will not shoot this movie in Montreal. Keep it <laughs> in Toronto. Well, speaking of fads, Carl, next week's movie uh, is a fad from the decade of the 80s. We just had, of course, 70s truck driving. Next week, we're going to delve into the world of 1980s wrestling with a movie, oh God, called Bad Guys from 1986. There you go. The delightful Adam Baldwin. So the movie, Adam? Did you say Adam? I guess yeah, I don't know from, that I think, guy. No, you know him. He's on. He's a troll on the internet. I know uh, if, if, I, if I'm thinking of the, he, I think he was in Firefly. Yeah, you know his face. We've seen movies with him. Before. Oh, when I look up trailer bad guys, I'm getting 1986. Right? Yeah, you got to put in 1986 because there's a new animated film called Bad Guys in the Yes, now. that's right. Unfortunately, so. this is that's how funny is that? We're going to be watching Bad Guys next week. All right, so we're going to watch this for free next week. Bad Guys, uh, precursor to Wise Guys, which is in two weeks. Carl. What a great guest. You did everything for this show. You researched it. You watched it several times. You wrote this. I hope you'll have me on again. 
You want to? Do, are you free next week? I am free next week. Could I go? I'll fly to San Francisco, go over to Mutiny Radio, and do it. I have to. Hang on, with I, you. I'm going to have to cancel my guests. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Hi, Edward Norton. We decided to go with a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it because I'm difficult to work with? No, no, Mr. Norton. I have ideas. Yes, yes, Mr. Norton. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Keep subscribing to our. Keep subscribing. Please do. Yeah. If you had did it once, you have to do it again. We need to pump up our. Our goal is 1,005 YouTube subscribers. Be the fifth. Will they tell us that? Uh, they just say 1K. I, I don't know. It's probably in settings. I don't know. Yeah. Keep, no, we'll keep subscribing, please. Keep subscribing. And we'll see you guys next week. Later. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagleman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird commandeered by Michael. German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. That's the French, not the. Now let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael
Let my tongue work for a while. Come on, baby. It's always hot. Come on, baby. It's always hot. Come on, baby. It's always hot. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Makes with a whole lot of survivors. Come on, baby. Let the black cripple suck on your nipple. Your lips, I will kiss. Come on, come on, baby. I know it's me you miss. But we can see each other only once a month. Cause Uncle Sam has me in the palm of his hand.
to weekly review with roman hi i'm roman today it's it's friday november 9th 2018 we have a call hello 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 hi sir i'm calling on recorded line my name is rajat singh can i talk to alberto ocha um so i've got the wrong number i'm afraid Okay, sir. Not an issue, sir. Sorry to bother you. That's okay. Have a good day. Bye. You too, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay. Uh, so we do have our phone lines open, as you can tell. Um, four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Feel free to call in. We're hopefully gonna get some calls in. Uh, I don't want to. I have a. I don't want to jinx myself. Uh, it's I, this show I plan for like a little bit, and then also. Uh, a lot of it is just happenstance. So um, hopefully we'll be having some calls in later today. Uh, that would be great. Uh, and in the meantime, be going over this past week, which <laughs> I'm already tired and the show hasn't started yet, barely. Uh, I also have been playing some music and we'll be playing some music throughout the show from JKLM from Invalidations Volume 2. And I really want to encourage folks to find this music and buy it. And you can do so um, at jubakalamka.bandcamp.com. And that's J-U-B-A-K-A-L-A-M-K-A.bandcamp.com. And we've had both uh, Juba and Leroy on the show before. And really want to encourage folks to support local artists. So again, I'll be playing some music from Invalidations. Validations Volume 2 by JKLM. So please do check that that out. Um, yeah. Oh, I usually start the show with a trigger warning. So trigger warning, we're talking about the news and current events and horrible things that are happening. And yeah, thanks for listening. Who listens? Uh, apparently we get a lot of listeners. We've gotten statistics and there's over, I think it's around 12,000 downloads a month. 
Um, and that's for like all the shows, all the weekly review shows that are in our archive, which go back to January of 2015. The show goes back to December of 2013. And the other shows, they're, they're around somewhere. They're not in a, uh, what do they call it when you, my memory is, I don't smoke pot anymore, but my memory still is, it's going. I think just because there's so much happening in the world, it's a lot to keep track of. And time capsule, yes, a time capsule, AKA uh, uh, an external hard drive, a couple external hard drives around. Uh, there are previous shows from 2014 and late 2013 that are around there. There's a missing episode out there that we don't know where it is. It exists so somewhere in the universe. So if you're interested in, in hearing about uh, how things were also terrible before 2016, which a lot of folks have been saying, feel free to check out our, our older shows. And just to, it's about the patterns that are taking place. Uh, yeah, uh, so we're, we're broadcasting live in, in the Mission District in San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land. And grateful to have the, the, the space and the opportunity to speak. A lot of corporate media doesn't speak the truth and or it's extremely biased. And I guess as a humans, we all are biased in our own way. And wanting to recognize here, we don't really have any, uh, this is just me pretty much. Uh, I learn news from folks I know, from activists, from folks on the ground, from independent media. And I feel it's really crucial that we get the word out there as to what's actually happening as opposed to what corporate media says or doesn't say, or the size they take, uh, which tends to be against the people, against uh, working class folks, by and large. So we'll be going over a little bit of that today. It's, I mean, where to start with the week? I was thinking about this before I went on the air, and it's like, okay, so there was the election. There was a big wildfire in Northern California. The air quality here is pretty, really, it's really bad. So I encourage folks out there, if you're able to get like at least N95 or higher masks, Again, that's N95 or higher. You can get them at some drugstores, hardware stores. Um, it's really, uh, the, the air quality is just real. I don't know how else to say it, but we've unfortunately had to experience this number of times before with the wildfires. I've also heard conspiracy theories, which I'm not totally, I mean, yes, in climate change. And also, why wouldn't folks, government, whomever, I don't know who, the idea of attacking Californians. It's, I, and it's not, I don't, I'm not full. It's just, it's this idea that uh, I don't want to put these ideas forward without being completely founded on it. So it's, this is just conjecture. It's just hearing from folks who've lived up in, in counties where there have been these massive wildfires and that there's something in addition to the, the climate change has been something that folks have said. So I want to, I want to put that out there um, more. I mean, regardless of the reason to just encourage folks to get masks to protect your, your lungs so again, N95 or higher, preferably N100, I believe folks are asking for. Um, if you see folks who are on the street, in particular um, elderly folks, folks with breathing issues, please do get masks for folks if you are able, putting that out there. Okay, so that's okay. That's something else that's happening. Uh, and there was another mass shooting in Thousand Oaks, California. I think there was like 306 or 308 so far this year. So it's not quite every, not quite one shooting a day, but it's pretty close to that. And it's gotten to the point where folks are so it's normalized violence in this culture is normalized and also just there are talks of course you know folks mention gun control and i think if folks want to mention gun control we really need to talk about law enforcement and the military and the and toxic masculinity and the patriarchy and who are the folks who are actually doing these shootings in addition to the weapons they're using there are folks who also kill people through policies there are people who kill people through not letting people have housing or evicting people or not letting people have food or maybe arresting people for stealing food, arresting people for trust, trying to exist. 
so and then also the empire that we're in the crumbling empire that we're in one of the many crumbling crumbling empires where if you train to p- people to shoot and kill people abroad it, it's if it happens at home i don't understand why people are so surprised if that's what's happening other places if that's what people we're training people to do and it's not an excuse for it it's to hey look let's look at the root of this to make it stop and also hey mental health services hello if we have more mental health services instead of punitive services, instead of having cops arrest people, uh, how about having mental health professionals talk with people? It's it's kind of common sense, and a lot of folks, I know I'm on board, I mean, a lot of folks are like, yeah, that makes sense. However, if people are funneling money into harming people and causing more harm to folks and locking people up, which doesn't help people, that's where we're at, where we're at today. So, oh yeah, and then uh, Jeff Sessions, the fucking racist ass elf got fired and folks are some folks are upset in that it's going to put the Mueller investigation because there are folks who are really in believing the system's going to work and the system has kind of fucked us over and the system is kind of why we're at where we're at right now so there's a big there's a lot of protests yesterday and usually I'm like yeah protests great people in the streets awesome excellent and at the same time I wonder where folks can be um, when there are ice raids when there are police killing people when there are fascistic policies being put in place. And there are folks who definitely show up for those. I'm, I'm thinking about like the larger numbers. Can folks show up to defend people who are being targeted by the FBI as opposed to trying to support folks in the FBI, for instance? Just looking at the FBI as like the broader, uh, the broader scale of the history of that organization and folks they've gone after. They've gone after communists. They've gone after anti-fascists. They've gone after Black Panthers. They've gone after folks who are fighting for a, a free and just society. So it's interesting to see a lot of liberals kind of, and other folks too, kind of go to like, let's support these folks. And that also brings me to uh, the fact that I'm even talking about this is just so fucking frustrating where it's, you know, and I get that it's, I'm not, it's best I know to call people in and not call people out. It's great that folks are organizing and on short notice can come together and get in the streets and I also feel like there are targets out there, like when nationalists try to organize and come into towns and college campuses. Identity Europa is one of the white supremacist organizations. They've been like targeting campuses and putting up flyers and everything. And the Proud Boys, when folks like this try to organize, we need massive amounts of people to push them out. So I'm glad that folks are coming together. And also, let's see about folks... Um, coming okay i've got a phone call so i'm gonna put on some more music while i uh i take this and we'll be uh back in a bit some money right I love, I love, I love, I love. 
Um, listeners out there, this is on online. So listeners of the show, The Weekly Review, listeners of Mutiny Radio, folks who have been listening to the show before. There may be some uh, first-time listeners as well. So this goes out to everyone who has internet access. Um, we're based in San Francisco. However, it's online, so folks can listen um, anywhere. Wow. And and pregnant women on so I my focus is able to describe direct whatever that means. Tylenol and the sanitary pads with cloth Wow. Uh, 